Welcome back to the You Can Too podcast, where we go over the knowledge, habits, and strategies and how to start believing that you can too. I'm your host, James Bracken, and in today's episode, I will be going over three ways attachments play out in your life to make you suffer. Now, if you are not already, please go give me a follow on Instagram at James Bracken IV, and be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss a future episode. And if you've listened to this podcast and you've enjoyed it, leave me a rating and review, which helps me reach more people. And I'm able to help more people in the process. I truly appreciate you for tuning in. And if you want to see any more of my content, including the Mindful Minute, the free weekly newsletter where I help you live with more intention and more mindfulness in less than 60 seconds every single Monday morning, you can get that in the show notes below. And without further ado, let's hop right into it. What is up, podcast family? I hope you were crushing your day as always. I am stoked up into this episode because I think one of the biggest awakenings I came to was when I read the book, The Power of Now. And something that really helped me take a different perspective on my experience in life was recognizing that a lot of our suffering in life is self-inflicted. That nothing is good, nothing is bad, but only our thinking and our judging about them is what makes it so. That nothing becomes anything until we ascribe meaning to it. Right, like if you see failure as uh, rejection or you see failure as disappointing, you are ascribing that meaning to failure and so you're likely to avoid it moving forward in your life, right? But if you ascribe the meaning that failure is feedback, then you're going to seek it and the the more you fail, the more you are able to learn, you're able to grow from your experiences and you're able to expand because of that. But it's all because we bring meaning to thoughts and things in our life. And so if we give less meaning to things outside of our control and focus exclusively on what's within our control, we can actually have an influence over our life experience. And we do. Because something that we all, I think, aren't truly aware of is that about 80 to 90% of our thoughts in life are repetitive. And they're, they're useless, truly, because they're just from a, a negative nature and there most of it is just from yesterday it's harmful because we're trying to predict a future based on our past so that we can recreate that in our future because it's safe and that's what we want and a lot of this mental energy just comes from unnecessary attachments to to outcomes to beliefs to ideas about how things should be about where you should be about what you should have accomplished by this age But in this episode, I really want to ensure that you have the awareness to relieve yourself of these three vital attachments that we all get caught up in. And so let's just hop right into number one. Number one is an attachment to a luxurious lifestyle as necessary to your happiness. I think something that is really pushed on us, of course, in the social media area of the world is that we need to achieve to be enough. We need to achieve to be happy. We need to accomplish this luxurious luxurious lifestyle to be happy in life. And one of my favorite quotes by Benjamin Hardy is that happiness becomes a burden when you have to go out and get it. Now, I'm a huge fan of the pursuit of happiness. I'm a big Will Smith fan. Um, and I love all of that. But I hate the ideology of pursuing happiness. Because happiness comes from progress, right? So if we're just making progress, there's no pursuit. The pursuit itself 
is where happiness comes from. It's not the end goal. It's not achieving a house. It's not getting that car you've always wanted. But it's the pursuit of achieving that makes it so. Because desire is a hap- is a contract that you make with yourself to be unhappy until you get what you want. And so if we make that contract with ourselves and we attach our, our happiness to that end result or to that goal that we think we're going to be happy at when we get there, we are on a hedonic treadmill. And that hedonic treadmill is that we will always, our lifestyle will always level out. When we achieve, say, we get to $10,000 a month. When we get to $10,000 a month, we were looking for it for so long and just wanting it and wanting it and wanting it and thinking that when we get there, everything's going to be fine. And then we get to $10,000 a month and then we go, well, I have a friend that's doing $20,000 a month. So when I get to $20,000 a month, then I'll be chilling. And then you get to $20,000 a month and you're like, well, I've been surrounding myself with new people, the power of proximity, really surrounding myself with people to make me better. And I know some people that are making six figures a month. And I know that once I get there, then I'll be chilling. (laughs) And we always just keep pushing it back. We always keep pushing that position to where, okay, when I achieve this, then I'll be happy. Or when I achieve this, then I'll be content back. And it's one thing to work steadily towards improving your life and taking action towards improving your life every day. But it's another thing to only be happy when you achieve the thing or only allow yourself to be happy when you achieve that thing because I guarantee you where you want where you think you want to be isn't really where you want to be but society has engraved it in our brains that we can't be happy until we've achieved what we want but I really want you to recognize that we often undervalue what we don't have and we overvalue what we do have and we can relieve ourselves of this suffering by simply having gratitude for where we are and where we have come And an ideology for this is there's a book called The Gap and the Gain. And when we're so focused on where we have to go, we're living in the gap. We're focused on where we are right now and then where we have to go. There's a really big gap there where we we think we have to go or where we really want to go. There's a gap. And we're living in the gap because we're focused on how far we have to go, what we haven't accomplished. Where I want you to be living is in the gain of how far you used to be and where you are now and how far you come. Because that gap is much more enjoyable to be living in. So uh, I wanted to paint that picture in your mind for you today. Number two is your attachment to beliefs that simply don't serve you. We all create stories that give meaning to our lives, to justify what we want to experience, what we want to feel, to give ourselves a framework upon which to build future stories and how to create a more empowering life for us. And this is a huge reason I started this podcast was because when I recognized the stories that I was telling myself weren't accurate. When I recognized the stories that I was telling myself were disempowering, I was able to shift my beliefs and, and, and recognize that the beliefs I had about myself were conclusions about past experiences. They weren't concrete. And who I thought I was isn't who I really was. And I guarantee that's the same for you. Because we all have beliefs about ourselves that make up who we think we are. And who you think you are and who you actually are are way two different people. Because who you think you are is this false sense of self. And this is why it's often hard to make change because we attach ourselves to who we think we are. And so when we attach ourselves to this identity of who we think we are, like say we're not a morning person, we call ourselves not a morning person, we're never going to act like a morning person would because we perceive ourselves as no way being able to do that. Growing up, I didn't perceive myself as a confident person. And that was a story that I told myself. And so I took the actions as though I was not a confident person. 
and when I started to follow through and what I told myself I was going to do. And just to give you context, I was always in the gym. So no matter how much I was in the gym, it did not make me a quote unquote confident person to my under my beliefs. And that was a story that I told myself. And the only way we can get past these stories is first to become aware of them. Like what stories am I telling myself? How is that limiting me? And and five years from now, if I continue to tell myself that story and continue believing these beliefs about myself, then where am I, where am I going to end up? Because we truly have to understand the impact it's going to have on our lives if we don't interrupt it now. And then as we become aware of them, we have to face them head on. We have to take action to combat those beliefs. And we have to cast votes that will prove to ourselves that we are the opposite. Because we can't lie to ourselves. So we simply have to show up for ourselves. We only have one reputation. Now, I'm not saying it's going to be easy. Because not everything that is faced can be overcome. But nothing can be overcome until it's faced. And it's going to be difficult because when we question our beliefs, it contradicts what we think we know about ourselves. And it causes a conflict with our ego, our false false sense of self, who we think we are. But I guarantee you that it's absolutely necessary to step into who you deserve to become. Because I guarantee you, the story that you're telling yourself is the exact reason why you're not where you want to be. The only thing that's standing in the way from where you are and where you want to be is the story that you tell yourself on why you can't be there, on why you can't achieve it, on why you're not worthy to become the kind of person that can achieve it because in life it goes we we be we first become the kind of person that can achieve it we do we act in ways that that kind of person would act and then we have we be do have and so we have to become that kind of person before we can have what we want to have and number three kind of goes back to number one but it's really this attachment to a specific idea of how things should turn out or how things should be this ideology of should always is limiting because it's one thing to have ideals about how you want to live that reflect your core values and where you want to be and your ambitions. But it's another thing to get attached to a specific idea of how your life should be at a particular age or how your life should be when you are not there right now. Like trying to project where you think you should be when you're not there right now only disempowers you to not take action to actually get to where you want to be. The biggest thing that's standing in the way from where you are and where you want to be is not only the story that you're telling yourself on why you can't get there, but it's this idea that you should already be there and that disempowers you to not take action to get there. Because should is shame. And when we attach ourselves to where we think we should be, when we attach our happiness to something outside of us, when we attach our beliefs to who we think we are, then we only limit who we can become. We only limit what we can achieve. We only limit our experience on this earth. Attachments is the root of all suffering. And we can let go of the idea of how things should be. We can finally accept them as they are. And the only way to make change is to actually acknowledge and accept things as they are so that we can course correct and move forward differently. Now, I want you to go read The Power of Now and really take a different perspective on where you are right now because when we project this idea of where we think we should be, when we focus solely on the future, when we focus solely on who we think we should be of all of our deficiencies and how we sh- how things should be right now, we only disempower ourselves and only pushes us to not take action. I want you to recognize that where you are is a lot further along than you used to be. I want you to recognize that you are a lot more than you think you are. I want you to recognize that all of the things you want, you can achieve, but only if you live in right now to achieve them. 
I truly appreciate you for tuning in, and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you.